0: HT Smartcast. You are listening to A Mint Production. Brought to you by HT Smartcast. The internet has given us short attention spans. We prefer to like and share content instead of reading it and sometimes even watching it. At Mint, we decided to come up with the Mint Primer, which breaks down the big news of today into short and quick consumable questions and answers. On this podcast, you will find insight about everything from cybercrime to why inflation might be skyrocketing. I am Alisha Sachdev, and this is Today's Primer. Today's Primer is written by R.T. Singh and it decodes what the RBI's recent proposal to allow linking credit cards to UPI means. This is the start of something that could potentially add a whole host of payments options to what's currently available to us, so listen in carefully. The Reserve Bank of India has proposed a linking credit cards to UPI or the Unified Payments Interface which is the platform that enables you to scan QR codes on your phone banking app and send or receive money from your friends or even make payments instantly using a Virtual Payments Address or VPA. The implementation of this move will begin with the National Payments Corporation or NPCI's RuPay credit cards. The question to ask is whether this is a precursor to bringing BNPL services or Buy Now Pay Later services under the regulatory umbrella. However, First things first, what does this mean for customers? This move will enable users to link their credit cards and pay via UPI. Until now, customers could only link their savings accounts and debit cards to UPI. To start with, they will be able to link NPCI's Rupay credit cards too. Here's how the new feature will work. Let's take for instance fintech company PhonePay. Now PhonePay's users, for instance, were only able to add bank accounts so far now the customers will be able to add their credit cards as well. So, when these customers go to a shop and scan a QR code, PhonePay will be able to give them the option to pay for the goods they buy or the services they avail of, either through their bank accounts or by using credit cards. So, now that we've understood how this feature will likely make life easier for users, is this credit on UPI with a twist, really? To be sure, credit on UPI has been a long-standing ask from the NPCI as well as from the industry. An NPCI official was quoted in the primer as saying that the logic behind this is that the whole BNPL or Buy Now Pay Later ecosystem is currently outside the purview of regulation, which poses a risk to the ecosystem. They would therefore like to have credit on UPI. Now the same thing could have ideally involved non-banking financial companies or NBFCs disbursing a line of credit. However, now this is unlikely to happen. The recent development will enable higher usage of credit in India and at the same time increase the adoption of rupee credit cards, which is still small compared with behemoths like Visa and Mastercard. It's worth asking who are the biggest beneficiaries of this move. Clearly, banks are likely to benefit most. Nikhil Kumar, who's the co founder of Setu, said that banks are best positioned and the power might shift from fintech lenders to banks because they might just give a small credit line backed rupee card. On the other hand, the NPCI is also expected to earn more with interchanges, that is, the fees merchants pay for making online transactions on both the rupee credit cards as well as UPI credit. So now that this looks like a win-win situation for banks and NPCI, are there also challenges that the move might encounter? To be sure, there are. Today, the use of UPI is free for merchants. It's unlikely that they will now want to pay interchange on UPI and credit card issuers predictably won't be ready to waive off that fee either. The interchange on rupee credit card, for instance, is up to 2%. It may also be a challenge for merchants to identify the payment mechanism used by the customer at the point of sale and figure whether it was a debit card or a credit card that was used. The other problem is that on UPI debit, dispute management and refunds are still a big challenge. The addition of credit is only likely to make matters more complicated. Now that we know who the beneficiaries of the feature might be and what the likely challenges are, how soon is the feature actually likely to be rolled out to customers? Well, to take you back to 2018, that's when the overdraft facility on UPI was launched. Well, that has still not taken off yet. Payment firms block such transactions as interchange is applied. Also, most customers don't know whether a merchant will accept the OD facility. The industry therefore now feels that linking credit cards and UPI Will be a fairly long game and it will take about 6 to 12 months for this process to be completed and for guidelines to be issued. The process will actually start from the RBI, which will issue a formal circular to the NPCI on effecting this, and then technological specifications and the business model to activate the system will also need to be worked upon. With a comfortable 6 to 12 months to go before implementation, It is likely that all players in the ecosystem will have enough time to go through the fine print, iron out the kinks in the ecosystem, and then hopefully roll out a successful product that will be credit on UPI. And that was a quick glimpse at today's front page. See you again tomorrow. This was a mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.